line, right now on the line from Gisborne, the regions, I'm joined by Jacinda Ardern. Good morning, Jacinda. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm very good. And yourself? I'm great. I'm actually just um, just about to head out for the day, but I've been staying at my in-law's house in Gisborne. Oh, very nice. That's a good, yeah. that's a good spot. Gizzy. It's a great spot. It's a great spot. Yeah. If I surfed, I'd probably say it's one of the greatest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not going to be here. Have, you won't have any time to learn that over the next uh, coming years, no doubt. No. Which is I have been pestered over the last few summers about it, though. So yeah. I can. On Im- the bucket list. I can imagine. I think your partner is a bit of a bit of a surf guy, isn't he? He is. That's why he got shipped off to boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it's why he loves to need him so much as well, I have to say. Yeah, that's right. We have, the, hey, the most consistent best breaks in the country. Um, yeah. Yeah, I grew up at the beach, and um, I bet you my parents wish they could have shipped me off to boarding school at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, and, and then shipped me off to university for a free education. And uh, <laughs> yesterday, you announced Labor's plan to give um, every Kiwi who hasn't already studied... Um, uh, the chance to a full education uh, with three years of free tertiary, um, but you're going to start next year. If you get in next year, uh, 2K18 uh, with one year, and the policy will be extended to three years uh, over the coming years. Now, is this really necessary? Um, is, yeah. is the system not working? Yeah, you know, it is necessary. I mean, you look at, um, we've had a bit of a decline in people taking up tertiary study, and, and I want to be clear, this is for polytech apprentices, you know, apprenticeships. Um, university, it's the whole, it's the whole ambit. Um, but you know, back in the day, obviously, we used to just have primary school level education, and only a few would go on to secondary. And then we realised that actually that wasn't enough for the kind of skills we needed people to have, and what the workforce uh, and the job market needed. Mm-hmm. And we're in that place again now. You know, the number of jobs that do require you to have an extra qualification beyond the secondary school is only going to keep growing. And so we can either say that only some are ever going to have that because they can afford it and some can't, or we can start moving towards um, free education generally. So, uh, yep, we've got one year free 2018. The second year comes in in 2021 and the third year in 2024. So we're we're phasing it because... Mm -hmm. That makes it more affordable, um, but ultimately, it's actually because that's what's needed if you're going to get um, decent uh, work in, in the New Zealand job market, and if we're going to be an economy that really ticks along. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, um, it's only going to get uh, even more necessary. Uh, yeah. The face of jobs is changing. Uh, you're getting more and more uh, robotics within the workplace. Exactly. Uh, I know as an ex-freezing worker myself that there's already robots in the freezer works that can cut up yep. your steak better than I ever could. Yeah. Well, and the idea is that, yeah, this is for school leavers, absolutely, but it's also for people who might, you know, that might be in the freezing works and yep. have never have never taken up um, training before. So they can go back and retrain and, you know, potentially work the machines that are now doing the jobs that they used to be doing. So yeah. that's, that's also part of the plan. But, but we know that actually there are people already in the system who are studying right now who are struggling so the announcement yesterday was for them too you know the amount that you get an allowance or the amount that you can draw down from your student loan is not enough to live on uh so 170 roughly dollars a week um mm-hmm. we just you know you ask anyone that, that doesn't cover anyone's rent so um we've we pledged to boost that by 50 dollars um, when we come in yeah, I mean that that one's a no-brainer. That question wasn't really—I wasn't even going to really raise that because I, <laughs> I think that that's a, a total no-brainer. I'm, uh, it is a total no-brainer. 
no-brainer. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure people know about it. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, but what about people well, like myself? think or an election where we trying to make people <laughs> vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> what about people like myself that, you know, I've already studied, but what if, yeah. like, um, my job uh, changes? What if there's a robotic um, radio yeah. host that comes and takes my job? I yeah. want to retrain. I want to do something else, but I've already been to university uh, and I can't get the you know is it yeah. is it really fear for me to have to pay yeah, and just, you know just like you, you know you you and I went through at times when um, as well you know um, I I made some deliberate choices to try and avoid alone desperately you know because it was interest while you were studying back in my day mm-hmm. you know there is a generation that did have it tough and yeah it obviously it too than, yeah so so, unfortunately, there's a point where you just have to say, look, we've got to try and make it better for the next round, and we've yeah. got to try and pay it forward. Yeah. So, you know, all, that's the same for, you know, all the all the students who from 2005 got interest taken off their loans. There was a whole group before who paid an exorbitant amount of interest. So, yeah. yeah, we've got to keep moving, and unfortunately, some people won't have benefited from that, but I hope that they think, oh, well, actually, I would have liked that, so I'm going to... I'm going to support that happening for another generation. I'm totally, I'm totally into supporting it. I totally am. I paid my interest. I didn't, you know, it was, it was hard, but um, I don't yeah. mind paying ahead. Um, where, where's the money going to come from, though? You know, um, it, it's, it's a lot of money. Um, are you going to build probably one less road of significance? Because you could probably. Yeah, yeah. Go- well, I mean, that does give you an indication of kind of the trade-offs here. But I mean, just to, to quantify this for you, so um, look, in year one, uh, we're spending uh, for the first year three um, that takes us to about 340 million mm-hmm. um, 270 million for uh, and then an extra 270 for the for the seed support um, so over time yeah this is this is a couple of billion that we're talking about but to keep that in perspective uh, the government spent in one year two billion on tax cuts in one year mm-hmm. Uh, and so we said no to those tax cuts so that we could afford to do things like this. Yeah. Um, so just to, just so that people, cause that's obviously the big numbers that are flying around, but just to give the comparison there, eight billion over four years, um, um, for, um, for tax cuts. And actually what we're talking about is investing about six into education extra overall. And that's not just tertiary, that's back into our secondary system yeah. as well. Yeah. So I mean. So it's all, it's all about, what you choose to prioritise as a government, yeah. Um, and we've been, we put out a fiscal plan yesterday that shows exactly where our money is going, exactly um, uh, what our you know how we're tracking um, overall in terms of what we expect to happen under us over the next five years. Government hasn't done that, which I find really frustrating. I think they've spent about thirteen billion in the last couple of weeks, but they haven't released anything around, you know, what that ends up looking like on their books. We've yeah. done that. They're certainly throwing stones at us for it, but I'd just like them to be transparent with voters because both of us need to be held to account. Yeah, and that's important. I think you've done a good job here because that's something Labor's probably been guilty of not doing in the past. Um, being so able there's to show... been a perception, yeah, there's been a perception around that, which is we've always had. It's always been hard to shake, which has always been a bit frustrating too because, you know, yeah. last when we were in office, you know, we ran nine surpluses. That's right. You know, we were, we were, we got net crown debt net a, net a zero. So we were pretty good economic managers, and that's why we managed to wear that that global financial crisis. It was because of the work we did in the lead up. But there's always been a perception about Labour no. on the economy. Um, so 
it's just our cross to bear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we know it down here. Michael Cullen, good Dunedin boy. We, oh, we, we, we amazing. Know. Amazing finance. Oh, fantastic. Um, all right, but I just want to say, you know, uni, uni degrees are great, uh, and they can open a lot of doors uh, in the job market. But I'm just wondering that at the time when, um, you know, Labor's talking about um, less work visas, uh, less immigrants coming into work here uh, and, and the like, um, you know, there are a lot of those people coming to help build our infrastructure. We need more work to do that yeah. um, so yeah. you know why are we not prioritizing also the trades giving incentive to employers to take on more apprentices you know I feel like you've almost just asked me a petsy question because <laughs> that is a great idea um, and when I was the youth employment spokesperson that's exactly the problem I saw it was employers we had people doing pre-trade training but not getting them apprenticeships and yeah. We had the work, so what was going on? And I asked employers, and they said, well, it's costing us money. So we came up with a policy where we'll give the equivalent of the dole to an employer who takes on an apprentice that first year where Mm. they do take a bit of training as an incentive for them to employ um, more people into the trades. So... um, when we told, when I've told employees that, they said that'll make all the difference, and then they pick up the rest of the um, costs over year two and three. Yeah. Um, yep. So, you know, we've we want to fund several thousand places for that, uh, and we think that'll make a big difference. And when it comes to, you know, the the migrant workforce, we acknowledge that actually we do need people in the trade. We keep want to, we want to train up our local workforce, but the demand is so high. Um, that, that we've even going to create a special visa category in order to build up for our Kiwi Build program. All right. Well, my partner Chanel, who is doing a pre-apprenticeship uh, trade uh, right now in construction, uh, will be very happy. In, in what be, area? Uh, building, construction. Yep, awesome. Sh- Shall awesome, we start? Awesome. Yeah, retraining. We the ERT yesterday and um, saw a, a, a number of, um, a number of um, women there training carpentry and... Uh, just awesome to see we've got yeah. a real disparity in the number of women training in that area so that's, that's right awesome. well my part that's my partner's plans to change all that um so yeah. she's she's in there kicking ass mother of three awesome. as well she's doing very well um yeah. now right let's move on to the hospital just quickly because i've taken up a lot of your time already uh you came and saw us last week i, I know it was a nice visit for you uh you were here to talk about the hospital rebuild of course uh dr david clark has been an absolute champion for the rebuild uh for the city uh, over many years um you know is the central site i want to know is the central site the only option for labor is that uh, yeah that's what you're going to do yeah. going to build it in that's the center of the city us, that's it. the benefit of having uh, having it uh, connected and collaborating with the university mm-hmm. means that for us it's uh, absolutely a city site that we're looking for. Yeah. What about existing services? Will the existing services be um, the same? At the, what we have now, are we going to yeah. get with the new rebuild? I can't see why there'd be any reason why we would have at least any less than what we've got. But of yeah. course, you know, there might be opportunities for... Um, for you know, greater specialisation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something I've explored, but certainly when you're rebuilding a hospital, you want it to be, you know, a 21st century facility. Um, yeah. And so I would, I would expect, given that we're servicing such a large number of people in the region, it needs to be, it needs to be pretty cutting edge. Nice, nice. Um, now, National has also committed to a rebuild, of course, and they want a public-private partnership to keep the cost down. Why, is, why has Labor oh, taken that option I, off the table? I see no example of how that keeps the cost down. <laughs> So people, people have presented this as, 
somehow um, the private sector paying for the hospital. No, taxpayer will still pay. Mm-hmm. The private sector will be involved and then the taxpayer will have some kind of either lease agreement or something, which means that they pay um, uh, on an ongoing basis. Uh, depending on the agreement. Uh, keeping in mind, of course, why would the private sector engage in a PPP unless they were going to profit from it? Yeah. So the idea that this somehow is a cost-saving mechanism, I've seen no evidence from, from any other international examples of where this has happened. And in fact, in the long run, you know, um, study, the, the Mayor of London has pointed out that when they've done it in the UK, it has been an absolute millstone. So our viewers... There's no reason why why the state shouldn't be building this hospital. That's how we build our major facilities uh, in New Zealand, and there's good reason for that. Yep. First year? First year? Beginning construction? First term. First First term. term. All right. Um, So our our plan is that we can start within our first term. You know, there is still quite a bit of work to do, um, but our view is it can definitely, um, we believe, be done within, you know, sooner than 10 years, which is what the government's been saying. Yeah, brilliant. All right, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for taking your time out once again. Uh, Travel safe to Auckland today, uh, and we'll see you on the TV tomorrow night. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye. Jacinda Ardern, leader of the Lab Party there. Of course, first debate tomorrow night, up against Bill. Up against old Bill English, the dipped in dipper. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there we were talking about tertiary education, of course, and um, the hospital rebuild. Uh, a bit of commitment there. Uh, we already heard that commitment, so I think that's really important that we, it is um, pressed upon us that um, there is a commitment from Labour Party for a central site, uh, and also, of course, uh, free tertiary education. And I, I, um, I liked the idea around the trades as well. Very important. All right, it is now 33 past the hour.